Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearell, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And we're going to talk about crystal skulls today, you guys. And I'm here with Shelly Keir. She's a PhD, and she's written this awesome book, and it's called The Crystal Skull Consciousness. Okay, so I'm holding up if you're watching me on YouTube. So we're going to talk about that today. But before I bring her on, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with humanity. Now, I know that Donald Trump returned to the White House last night. I watched it. It was so cool. If you guys get to go back and check that out on YouTube or something, it was really interesting to see the helicopter land and and him get out. I've never seen anything like that. So that was really cool. And it it kind of gives me a, a good feeling about humanity, meaning that someone older can get over the COVID and can beat it. And so that makes me happy. So I wanted to throw that out there um, today. Also, I want to talk about the California wildfires. I'm, I'm looking at my iPad here this morning, and they've destroyed over 550 homes. This is really crazy. Uh, if fire crews increase, uh, here's what it says. And I'm looking at Fox News right now. It says a wild for wildfire burning in Northern California's famed wine country, this is so sad, has now destroyed over 550 homes. But officials said Monday they were hopeful as containment of the blaze increased overall. So it said, Cal Fire said as of Monday night, the glass fire that's burning in Napa and Sonoma counties has scorched some 66,000 acres and now is 41% contained. So I guess that's a blessing. But it says we've turned the corner on the fire as a whole. Cal Fire Division Chief Ben Nichols said during a brief briefing in Sonoma County. So they say there's over 2,700 fire personnel involved in this battle against the blaze. There's like 408 fire engines that have been deployed. This is just a crazy thing. So you guys, prayers for uh, California and the wildfires there. This is some crazy stuff going on. But let's move on. Let's talk about Miss Shelley. And I, before I bring her on, I'm going to give a little information. I've had her on the show before. She's a really interesting lady. They call her the past life lady. And I've actually had a past life regression with her, which is really cool. So if anybody wants to do that, she's the one to talk to. So first of all, let me just say she is a PhD and she's known as the world's leading authority, one of the world's leading authorities on energy healing and mind, body, and medicine. And she's widely known as a leading expert on the healing properties of gems and minerals. She's also developed several energy healing modalities, including Edgar Casey's Egyptian energy healing holographic mapping and the new Pythagorean, I hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, healing method, among others. Her work as a past life regressionist has been endorsed by Dr. Brian Weiss, who calls her process an important contribution to the field of regression therapy. Hey, Shelly, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Hey, Nancy, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about crystal skulls because I've always been fascinated with crystal skulls. And I was telling you before the show, I, I purchased one at one time. But tell us, how did you get into this whole thing of crystal skulls? Tell the audience. I was thinking about that. Um, before our interview today, because I haven't thought about this in a while. Several years ago, um, I, you know, I was always making these annual pilgrimages to the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show, okay. which is the largest gem and mineral show in the world. Um, that oh, I didn't know that. Every February. Okay. And I have a bunch of friends there who are in the mining business and different things. And so I met some friends there many, many years ago. Uh, the main one, unfortunately, he's gone on to his next adventure. He's passed on, but um, who were so into crystal skulls. And so that's kind of how I started to become aware okay. of crystal skull consciousness was through some friends. So, okay, cool. Well, you talk about the Lemurian seeds, hope for humanity, and that's a book that you wrote. And that talks about, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because 
I find it fascinating that crystals were planted. How do we know about this? Tell us about this. I didn't know anything about this. So when I read your book, Crystal Spell Consciousness, you guys, I'm holding it up here. You know, I was shocked. So explain this to me. Um, I, I was actually shocked about it too, Nancy, because, you know, a lot of times when, um, when you're out buying gems and minerals, they have like a trade name. So like a crystal, like they're calling this a Lemurian seed. Um, and there's just different trade names for minerals because all minerals are pretty much the same. There's just only so many combinations of them. Okay. But sometimes these miners will basically name, um, you know, name a particular kind of mineral or crystal based on where it's found in the world. Okay. And so I started hearing about these crystal skull. I mean, not crystal skull, sorry, the Lemurian seed crystals. And everyone was saying, oh, they're so amazing. This is so wonderful. And I was thinking to myself, this sounds, you know, I hate to say, but like quackery to me. I mean, this really can't even be true. So I went out to the Tucson gem show again. That's where I, you know, discovered a lot of these different things. And I would, my friends were like, we've got to go see these. We've got to go see these. They're amazing. They're the best thing since sliced bread. And I was like, I I don't know. This sounds like nonsense. But I'm telling you, girl, I mean, the minute I touched these these crystals, it was like I had a download. I came home, I sat down, I locked myself in the room for a few days and I wrote this book kind of downloading it um, called Lemurian Seeds, Hope from Humanity. So my understanding of these is that... You know, I think of the Lemurians almost like interdimensional beings and the for for viewers and listeners, you know, Lemuria, I do a lot of stuff for the Edgar Casey Foundation. So Edgar Casey, the world's greatest psychic father of holistic medicine, really was one of the reasons why we even know about Lemuria right now, because he talked about uh, a lot about Atlantis. Right. The utopian society. Right. Maybe more than just something that Plato was talking about, but that before Atlantis, Casey described this place called Lemuria. And we really see um, in different oral traditions around the world, like in the ancient Hawaiians, for example, they talked about Mu. And so, you know, I really believe this was a place and it predated Atlantis. And so kind of like Atlantis um, is seen as this utopian society that went wrong. The idea that is that these Lemurians were here before the Atlanteans and they were more um, maybe telepathic beings, very high frequency, loving energies that really when you're talking about, you know, earlier you talked about the state of the world and Lord knows we need a lot of prayer and healing. So the Lemurians are almost like the model of what we would want to have for society where we're just all getting that we're all one humanity, right? Right. all loving each other. We right. all, honestly, we are one. I mean, we all want the same yeah. thing. Well, know? and I picked that up on your book. There's a couple of things I want to ask you real quick here. Now I picked that up that the Lemurians were more of a female energy. I thought that was interesting. Yes. And that they were how we would like to be or how you and I would like society to be humanity to be. But then I picked up that Atlantis, it went to their head. That's when the ego came in and that's how they destroyed themselves. Kind of like what we're doing right now, because the ego and everything's involved. But I want to back up a second. I want to ask you, so when you went to look at these crystals, where are they? Are they underground? Because one of what I understood there were underground. So can you explain that? Yeah, the idea is that these interdimensional beings, the Lemurians, um, put these little tiny seeds and planted them in the ground in different places around the earth. And so, you know, crystalline structure is a consciousness that is millions and millions of years old. So they, it would almost be like putting a little seed in the garden, but instead of like having flowers in the spring, let's say this spring doesn't occur until millions of years later. And so these crystals are starting to pop up. And so, you know, just like we program our computers with with crystals, these crystals, these interdimensional lovely amazing beings put their loving vibrational frequencies into the Lemurian seed crystal so that when you, you know, emerge that crystal and then you hold it, it activates it. And then it's almost like it, you know, kind of just puffs out and sends a loving healing vibration to all of the space around you. So are they on display? Do you, do you, is it a tour? I mean, how do you find these? 
Um, people can find them at Gem and Mineral uh, stores, okay. physical stores and things so like where that. They, where they so, go and they harvest them, I guess, is what I'm asking. Like there's mines, right? Aren't there mines that they're mining these? Yes. No? Yes. Okay. They, All right. They are a specific crystal though. And, you know, I see sometimes when I go out to these stores that, in my opinion, the things that they're saying are Lemurian seeds are not actually Lemurian seeds. How do you know, Shelly? How do you know if it's real? Yeah, it's a feeling. I there's, okay. There's kind of um, there's different mineral elements inside different stones. Usually, a Lemurian has a slight purple tint. Okay. Not always. Okay. Um, this could be colored by the element lithium which is kind of what's in our batteries or in you know lithiums and antidepressant drugs and things so sometimes these lemurian seeds have a slight purple tint to them not always but they also have these little striations and it's more of just a feeling i i I know that's kind of vague but um if you go to a really good metaphysical source they'll have them then they will have them. I have, I don't have, I think I have a couple right now, but what I do have are, um, you know, Lemuria could have spanned from like Hawaii, maybe I, I sense it moving through Central and South America, Southern Arizona yeah, to Peru. But I want to talk about the other, you know, Lemurians were over near Madagascar. And so right now on my website, I do have some unbelievable, um, amazing crystals lemurian crystals from madagascar they are not necessarily seeds though they have seeds are just special there's a consciousness in there and then the book lemurian seeds i talk about like 10 different keys that are getting unlocked which i don't remember off the top of my head hey okay. we're going to talk about that we're going to go to commercial break real quick we have to and then we're going to come back because i want to talk about where they are the locations of okay um these and then we're going to talk about the chris the, the skulls and the locations of those okay you guys this is nancy url this is high road to humanity i'm here today with shelly care here's her book i'm holding up if you're watching me on youtube it's crystal skull consciousness this is high road to humanity we'll be right back Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Shelly Kerr. She's a PhD, and we're talking about crystal skulls. We're also talking about the Lemurian seeds, the crystals that grow. And I didn't mean to get off on that whole tangent, but I find this just fascinating, Shelly. I really do. It's really cool. 
It, it is really interesting, Nancy. And the thing is, is that when we're talking about, you know, it's a tool that we can use to shift consciousness, which is what we are all praying for. We really right. want to shift consciousness to something of a higher nature. And these yeah. are tools that can help us do that. Okay. Same thing with the skull. So it started out, they found so far 13 skulls have been discovered. And the only thing that I really know, well, I know some, about the skulls I've read over the years, but um, I'm glad you're here to enlighten us. I know that they are carved in such a way that there's no way a human could have carved them. Can you talk about the skulls and the structure? And because I know at one point you talked in the book, I think it was DuPont, wasn't it? That went that in the seventies went and yeah, talk about that. Talk about the skulls and the structure if you wouldn't mind. Yes. Yeah, so um, back in the old days, um, there was a man named Mitchell Hedges and he and his, he was an explorer. And so he had traveled down to um, Belize to an area called Lubantun. Oh, and you know what? I actually got to go there in December, very near to where this skull was found. So Hedges and his daughter went there and they found a crystal skull. And of course, there's a lot of debunkers who say this is a bunch of nonsense, but he took it back. And that skull, um, many, many years ago when I was in London, it is now housed in the British Museum. And so DuPont, who makes all the chemicals, you know, the chemical company, they had studied this back in the 70s. And they really believe that they couldn't see, you know, like if you and I were sitting around carving a rock, there should be like evidence of like where I took my little chisel or whatever. And they don't have any evidence. They can't see anything that would have caused this to be formed. And so, you know, there's all kinds of theories like that. Maybe these are extraterrestrial in origin. Right. I read that. We get back into the you know, the Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull. I mean, Steven Spielberg, you know, we, we know he's tuned in. So, you know, that maybe this is some kind of communication device. Right. Right. When he did the show. Well, and they have a magical healing ability. What do you know about the healing ability? Have you seen them use? Are they all in museums right now? Have, I know there's one in Houston that's close to you that you've seen. I want you to talk about that, but has anybody actually used these for healing purposes? Yeah. Um, the one in Houston that you're talking about is called Max the Texan. And so I do live in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So, you know, um, the woman, Joanne Park, she was taking Max around. And many years ago, this is about 20 years ago, I had the opportunity to commune with Max at a cocktail party. <laughs> I act like we're all hanging out, having drinks, but um, everybody, <laughs> he was kind of in the room and everybody was kind of gathered around. These right. really do emit energy though. And right. so does the one in the, in the British museum. They're amazing. Now, which one and did then, you channel? Cause you channeled one of them. Which one is that you channeled? Cause I want to talk about that. Was that Max or the one in the British museum? That was the one in the British museum. Okay. Well, tell us about Max first. Um, Max, I don't know. I like Max. I, he, I just, I know it sounds crazy, but does he have a personality or did Surprise. you feel like did he's got a nice to... personality? You yeah. Know, he's okay. That's like to, to join at a cocktail party. I mean, I really <laughs> believe that all rocks have consciousness in them and that they're being directed by, let's say, elemental beings and spirits and things. And so I, I do like the energy of Max. I thought he was wonderful. I don't know, you know, I should have probably Googled this. I don't know if Joanne, the lady who owned him, I don't even know if she's still alive anymore because she was um, fairly elderly when I met her, but um, I don't know who actually has possession of that, but if people want to Google it up, just look for Max the Skull. He's cool. And then I was over in the UK many, many years ago. This is probably, I think it was 2006. Okay. So it feels like yesterday, folks, but apparently it was a while ago. (laughs) And um, I was staying with friends who live in London and I was just out kind of bebopping around during the day and I just, I've always wanted to see the British Museum because I do believe I've had a lot of past lives in England, like a lot of people have. And so I was just blown away though. I mean, this skull is in its encasement. You kind of, you can sense the energy from it just walking. You know, I can just walk through the door in the room where it's in. Are you an empath, Shelly? Are you an empath? I'm an empath. Are you an empath? 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I am too. Okay. So as soon as you, cause I mean, I would feel it. So as soon as you got kind of close, how far away were you before you could feel his energy? There was a different, you know, you're moving through a museum through different rooms, let's say. And the minute you get into that display area, you just feel, I don't know, like a magnetic pull there. Okay. And then I was able to go in, get right up to, you know, it was in glass and just get right. very, very close to it. And so I just sat on a bench for a while and just started writing. And I well, wasn't expecting to write a crystal skull book, but it just kind of spoke to me. So I thought, well, okay. Well, and you had an experience. And I think this is really interesting. Do you mind talking about it? Like, were you, I don't know if you remember it all, but you you went down, like it showed you like different where the crystals were and different things like that. Is that where you had that experience where? Yes. Yes. Okay. And it took me down underground. You yeah. know, there's, there's an idea that these beautiful beings, yeah. that the Lemurians are still with us. Um, I talked also in the book about Mount Shasta. You know, there's yeah, a whole bunch of did. people who believe that interdimensional beings are living in tunnel tunnels in under Mount, Mount Shasta. Shasta and by the grace of God, I got to go there once. And I'm telling you, it's powerful there. And so there was just some aspect. I was sitting there with my journal. I always have a paper journal and I don't just something just said, write this down. And I, it was just like, I just saw something just go just like tunnel under the earth where there's a whole, you know, it's like another world. It would be like diving under the ocean. Only these, these beings are here. They're assisting us and they are living under our earth and so the, the skull was just kind of showing me all this i know it sounds no it's, no but it was just very healing like just to be in the presence you know years ago i think i talked about this also in this book um there was that beautiful lady amachi she's this indian guru and so i had the chance to see her so she gives out her she kisses and she just sends love and compassion to people but again i i went this is in santa fe i went up to her and you could just feel the energy from her because she just exudes love and these crystals are are very similar the crystal skulls there's just a loving supportive vibration that is incredibly powerful and i know that they're here for a reason they're here to assist us because we can still you know have the life that we want everybody i believe that i believe we're gonna get it i still believe I do too. I believe we're going to get it too. Well, and I believe that these skulls, like you say, are here to assist us. Now you say, so the skulls are all connected, almost like a computer is what is believed. Is that right? And where's the mainframe? So the mainframe is maybe extraterrestrial or is that what you think? Or what do you think about this, Shelley? Um, yes, there was 13 total skulls. And so it would be kind of like your, um, your fiber optic network or whatever that all of them are kind of together. They're kind of, you know, they're communicating together. That's my noise for, for healing. Um, (laughs) as flaky in some ways as it was, um, I did just finish watching the Harrison Ford, you know, Crystal Skull Kingdom movie, Indiana Jones one. So people watch that. I mean, I know it sounds flaky, but there was a group of aliens that had these elongated skull heads and they sat in a circle, you know, it it would be like like you and I sitting in a circle with other people. We're going to commune. We're going to kind of build on each other's energy and together they're almost like a power source of some kind. I, I could see that happening for sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen the movie a couple times, mostly because I've always been intrigued with them too. Now, do you think there are more skulls? Oh, I'm sure there are. And do you think that they were planted like on ley lines or even let's go back to the, to the seeds. Were they planted on ley lines? Do you think like where were they strategically placed? Almost like I feel like the, the skulls were strategically placed, right? Oh, yes. Um, you know, down uh, that that whole Lemurian energy is down in like Central and South America and stuff. And okay. I was on a cruise in December. Thank you, Lord. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, and oh. I got to go down into Belize, into the southern part of Belize and okay. actually step out and see some of the really obscure pyramids and one of which was very very close to where they found this this is a beautiful energy down there it's amazingly powerful there are no accidents it's just like the ones over in egypt and they have some pyramids in bosnia and things like that we know that the ancient people 
maybe with the assistance of extraterrestrials, they know exactly where these um, structures need to be put. And these are very purposefully located. Now, a lot of people thought this was a bunch of nonsense and that this never happened. And they tried to debunk Mitchell Hedges, but these skulls were found right there in that same area. Um, There's absolutely no doubt that those things were there for a reason. And that just like the seeds, it seems to me that some extraterrestrial force must have planted them there specifically so that they could emerge when they were meant to. And again, just by being in the presence of some of these is really, really amazing. Wow. This might be the time that these are going to emerge. Maybe we'll talk about that when we come back from commercial break. Hey, you guys, this is Nancy Euro. I'm here today with Shelly Keir. Here's her book. If you're watching me on YouTube, it's called Crystal Stall Consciousness. You can pick it up at Amazon. Shelly, what's your website? My website is pastlifelady.com. People want to get in touch with you. You guys, pastlifelady.com. This is Nancy Euro, and we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and we're back here with Shelly talking about the crystal skull. So you were saying that they're strategically placed, and the same thing maybe with the, the Lemurian seeds. So what do you think? Do you think that they're going to come to fruition now because we need them so much humanity needs them? Or tell me what your thoughts are about that. I'm curious. Yeah. I mean, I've always believed that, you know, God gives us what we need and that the reality is that everything is actually already here, but because human beings can only hold like in our minds, like seven chunks of information at any given moment, then that's why we can still make new discoveries because there's only so much we can observe. And so now that we are, once we get to a certain place in our thinking, then we're able to observe Um, the crystal skulls were able to observe the seeds and more and more of these things will be discovered. Okay. There was a, an ancient, I've written some books about Hawaii, like the ancient Hawaiians as well. Mm -hmm. There was a story about these Hawaiians who were over on their islands when the first ships came over from, from England. Okay. And, you know, you have to think about like, if you were living on an Island, you had never seen another human being. You only know the people who you live with. The idea of seeing a ship would be shocking. Like you, your mind almost couldn't even take it in. Right. And then once one person saw, you know, the mast coming over the horizon, then shows a couple other people and then there's a consciousness shift by which everybody then could see them and of course then they showed up unfortunately but i think there's you know there's also that story about the hundred monkeys there it's a story about these little monkeys who found some fruit 
on a beach and they didn't like it because the skin of the fruit was very bitter. So one of the monkeys finally said, well, I can go wash this off in the water and then it tastes good. And so once about a hundred of them learn how to do that, then everyone learns how to do that. And I think that there is something about um, the more of us observe these things, the more of us are, you know, on the journey of waking up and realizing that we're connected to spirit, then the more of us will be able to wake up to these kinds of things. Right. I think it's fascinating. I really, I'm so glad you wrote this. I mean, you guys, it's a small book, but gosh, it's just full of information. And some of the stories are really, really awesome. And I'm really glad you wrote it because it's, you know, it's just interesting. Um, So if we want to go out and get a skull, you know, we go to the store because I've had one before. I, now after reading this, I want to go out and get another one because of the healing properties, because I want to work with that in that respect. And you give some exercises in your book about how to do this. Can you talk a little bit about that, how we can use them? Like if we go out and buy, like, how do we pick it? You said, feel the energy. Don't look at how pretty it is. It's, it's how it feels to you, right? Yeah. Any kind of crystal to me, it's more about how it feels to you than what it looks like. So you can even go to any regular metaphysical store, just any size of skull, pick it up and you just hold it and just allow it to communicate with you. I really believe that even the ones in the metaphysical stores, because they're carved in that shape, right? they're still part of the consciousness of the original 13. And you're able to really tap into that consciousness just by the, sh- the form of it. Just allow it to communicate with you. Or maybe it's not going to give you a message. Maybe it's just going to send you energy, just like all crystals do, because they are being governed by these nature divas. And right. it's very very powerful. Now, I've had somebody tell me recently, I said, oh, I'm going to do this skull crystal show with Shelly. And uh, this person said, oh, I had one and it was had bad energy. So I threw it away. So are there are there ones that have bad energy? Is that possible? Wow. That's never thought about that. That sounds yeah. interesting. I know. Um, you know, like, at, well, back in the days when we could all get together personally, I, I like to sell rocks and stuff at metaphysical shows. Yeah. So I'm really fascinated by like when I'm sitting around selling rocks, just watching people interact with different stones mm-hmm. um, because people d- get different vibes off of different stones and stuff. Right. So when I'm hearing that this had bad vibes, I'm thinking either... It was shocking because the healing was like, you know, sometimes if healing's real strong, it feels, ooh, my gosh, it feels maybe scary. And or it could be um, the other thing that's floating in is, you know, all objects have um, energetic cords between the object and the prior owner. So there could be something to that as well. Like maybe this is just vibes from the other owner. So in terms of crystals, you know, there's ways to... Um, purify them by putting them in the ground. You can bury them if it's really bad. You can smudge them, you know, send uh, energy healing to them like Reiki and other modalities that people do. So there's ways to clear them. But then after the clearing, I guess if if it's just not working, then yeah, I guess get rid of it. Get rid of it. I was going to ask you on the clearing. I've always been told, put my um, crystals outside in the sun, wash them and put them out in the sun. Is that something that you do as well? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, cool. I've got some big crystals behind me today. I don't know if you can see them. I'm really into the crystals. I met this guy and he's uh, in, at the Albuquerque Dumb and Mineral Show and he had all these really cool gigantic crystals from Arkansas. And I picked up some of those from him and it's been kind of interesting. I've had them for a long, long time, but I place them like you're talking about. I place them strategically in my home uh, by the television to get rid of the negative energy, that type of thing. You know what I mean? So I use rocks in that way, like the rose quartz I'll put in the bedroom. So I have different ones that I put in different places. Do you do that type of thing as well? Oh, yes. 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 Well, and one of my favorite, and I want to ask you about this since we're talking about the crystals today, is selenite. And I have a piece right here in my hand. Um, I have selenite by my bed. I put it under my pillow. It's in my mattress. It's in the corners of my house. Um, Talk about selenite, Shelly. I adore selenite. I was going to look over here because I th- I have a piece here. I have pieces all over the house. Selenite, um, I had written another book called Stones of Light. So selenite is a stone of light. It brings light 
from source energy spirit down into the energetic bodies. It is so wonderful. It opens up your energy centers and selenite has, um, it's one of the few stones that has kind of a magical quality about it because usually when you're holding stones, they can kind of pick up, you know, vibes, maybe good, bad, good or bad vibes. Mm-hmm. But selenite does not absorb vibrations from external sources. So that's why it's perfect. Like if you have one of the wands, you can lay it. I do. Oh, good. Lay it on the torso. It opens up all the chakras, raises your frequency. And then you could also like, let's say you have the wand, you could lay it down and put other stones on it and it will clean them. It's amazing. Oh, it cleans them. Okay. Now here's what I do. And I want to know if this is proper. I have a couple wands and I just scan my whole body with it and I do my crown chakra and then I tap it on the wood floor to ground it out. And that's how I clear it. Is that right? That's, that's right. wonderful. Okay, that's what I do. That's exactly. You guys, if you don't know, selenite, and this is just a small piece. Actually, this was in the washing machine because I stick these in my jean pockets when I go out. Because I'm an empath, it kind of protects me from negative energy. And so if anybody's an empath out there, get some selenite. You can order it online. I ordered mine. And it's not expensive, actually. And it's magical. And the reason I put it under um, my pillow is because I... If there's any negative energy, I don't want that around me while I sleep. So anyway, having said that, (laughs) I love it. It's one of my favorites. I love it too. And I want to say there's, you know, there's no right or wrong either. I mean, you're doing what you were guided to do and that's wonderful. Yes. So just, you know, everybody at home there, just, just do what you're guided to do like Nancy's doing and and it'll be good, but it's a good one. Now the crystal, so the crystal skulls, they have the healing power too, but how are they different than say, for example, the selenite, because they're connected to a higher source as well, right? Yes. Um, the crystal skulls are crystal. So they're, um, mineralogically, they are silicon dioxide and the selenite is a gypsum. So it's a different chemical element, Okay, but it, it has to do like, you know, all crystals, have the ability to um, transmit information, let's just say, as we know, because we put them in our computers. Likewise, they're transmitting information from source through the body just by laying them, holding them in the hand. No matter what they are. Right. Yes. Okay. It's a different vibe. I don't know, but it's also a good vibe. You know, the ancients, I mean, the, um, the Atlanteans and they knew the power of the crystals, just like we use them in computers and our watches and people don't realize in our phones and all this kind of thing. They used them as well. And they know they used them for healing, but they also use them um, as power sources. Correct. What do you, what do you know about? Oh yes. They used them as power sources. They used them for um, transmitting information. I mean, some of us, including myself, thank you, um, do believe that at one time, you know, the Atlanteans had an incredibly advanced civilization going where crystals were pretty much powering the place. Mm-hmm. I just watched a huge long documentary about Santorini that now we're starting to understand clinically that this actually is the place that Plato was talking about. This isn't just some nonsense that he had written about making up some fictional story, that this is a real place, mm-hmm. probably in Santorini and the the disappearance of the Atlanteans, they believe was because of the earthquake. I mean, not the earthquake, the volcano, excuse me. So, um, but at one time they were incredibly powerful and they used crystals to power everything. Everything. Yeah. Makes sense. Hey, listen, we're going to commercial break. You guys, this is Nancy Yarrow. I'm here today with Shelly Kerr. Her book is called Crystal Skull Consciousness. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Yeah, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? 
This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. I'm Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater, and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy. You're out back with Shelly here. We're talking about crystals. Hey, Shelly, um, as far as we were talking about going and picking one out and, and using it, you've got different exercises in the back of the book. You even talk about opening up the third eye. I thought that was really cool. I'm like, I'm going to do this. This is, I have to go get a new crystal skull because I have no idea where mine is. But that was really, um, I just love some of the things that you wrote about in here. It, and then Mount Shasta too, you talked about, and I want to go back to that a little bit. What do we know about Mount Shasta and what do we know about the Lemurian people still being around? I mean, what do you know about that? Um, like a lot of these things, I meet people who tell me about them and then I just get kind of curious. So I want to go. And I was out, this was again, many, many years ago, my friend, um, I was out buzzing around on kind of a book tour back in the days when I used to put books in the trunk of the car and just go from place to place. So I was up in um, Seattle and Oregon and I was just buzzing South and I just really always wanted to go see Mount Shasta. So I went over there. I stopped at a crystal shop that is incredibly high frequency, purchased a lavender quartz and wound up going up, just winding around this huge mountain towards the summit. And I was getting the vibe. Okay. I need to stop here. I really thought I saw a being like walking through the woods. I believe it was St. Germain. <laughs> People can believe it or not, but I really believe Whoa. that St. Germain was there like in spirit. And a lot of the people believe that the Lemurians are underneath that mountain. There is something, you know, did I see the things that are underground? No. Did I go but find any cave? It? No. But I felt like energy. Yep. Yep. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. You're going to have to write a book about it. <laughs> I've thought about it. Yes. It's on the list. So we'll get to it one of these days. But yeah, I believe they're there. Um, people should check it out once That's we can. Awesome. I'm going. I'm going to go check California. it out. Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> I know, right? Well, yes. you say the skulls, you know, are like transmission, but you also say the skulls are about, I thought this was really interesting. You say the skulls are about compassion connection, humanity, human condition, and love. Talk about that a minute, would you? 
Yeah, I think that this part of the power of the skull is that the human being wants to connect with its own form. And so the skulls are just reminding us of those qualities that you just mentioned of, you know, we are all one human family. Let's love each other. Let's show compassion towards others who maybe have different uh, backgrounds than we do. And just the fact that we really are all one. And I think that these skulls are here to bring us into that higher leveled awareness about our fellow beings. Yeah, I think so too. Well, and I think with everything going on now, where are you at? You're in Houston, right? I'm in Dallas area. You're in Dallas. What's the state of humanity in Dallas right now? What's the situation with the COVID and everything that's going on? How's the world uh, looking? Yeah, I mean, I I think we've got a lot of challenges. I, I don't think Dallas has been hit as hard in different ways as some of the other areas. I know we'd had some challenges down in the actual city of Dallas um, with some protests and things of that nature. And uh it's, so it's, it's, but it's certainly not um, what I would consider to be a hot seat. Okay. So. You're still wearing, everybody's wearing masks and you're still social distancing and oh, are yes. you able to go out to restaurants or anything like that? Or is it? I don't personally do it. And it's, it's mainly because um, I'm more worried, like if I had it or something and then I was out giving it to others, that would make me feel horrible. So that that's why I try not to do that. I try to just get takeout and stuff like that. And we have a very bad situation down near the Texas border. And so because of that, it's percentage wise, it makes the whole state look like there's a lot worse situation than what we actually have up where I am. Yeah. Um, But I just, I don't know, like, I, I know for some reason, I don't know why it's gotten to be such an issue. I just, if I go out, I wear my mask. Right. Me too. If I, you know, if I don't need to go anywhere, I just try to stay home. I try to write a list and just go do everything at once. And just, I, I've been, but, but I mean, I'm self-employed. I've always worked out of my house and, you know, I've I done a lot like of, I am. so I just don't really get that wound up about it. Yeah. I, I feel very sorry for some of the people who, you know, younger people in particular, maybe they haven't ever had anything bad happen to them yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Once you get a little older, thank you. Uh, you know, you've <laughs> had a few hard times, you've yeah. overcome them and you understand that even though this feels, um, you know, ridiculously difficult, we right. will eventually get through this because yes. that's the one constant in our universe is change, you know? Right. So this is, but I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. So we just got to pray for each other and hold each other, you know, in the light and just love each other. That's true. This is a time where, um, yes, this will pass and just like everything. And I think it'll pass. I think next year will be a lot better than 2020 was. What are you up to? What's going on with you? Tell the audience what you're doing and what's going on. Do you have a new book in the works or or what's going on, Shella? Yeah. um, So I was supposed to go to Egypt in March. And so with the Edgar Cayce Foundation, because I wrote a book on Egyptian energy healing, that obviously got canceled. So right now it's on the hopper for next March. So we'll see if that happens. And so I was kind of faced with also, I was supposed to be going out like every month to to do seminars, like full day seminars. I was just like everybody else, like, you know, we all had these fabulous plans and, and of course none of them happened. So I just had to start thinking, what am I going to do? So I started an online school and I started just teaching my energy healing methods um, through the online school, which is in a nice. link off of my website. So we have, I have weekend Zoom meetings nice. and met a new group of people who I'm so grateful because I know I never would have met them if it hadn't been for this. And they've just turned out to be like my, my BFFs really. Oh, I'm just wow. really grateful. You know, there's always some blessing that comes from hardship. You know, we just right. have to have faith and just like kind of look for the rosy lining. So I'm pretty happy. Um, I, cool. I feel very, I'm very, very grateful. I feel so grateful. And I just, I'm, I don't know. I don't even know how to express that. I think it's wonderful. No, I really believe that this was a time for us all to to stay home and to go within and to figure out what's really important in life. And, you know, I think that's we've been forced to do that. And I think it's actually been a blessing in disguise, just like you said. And I'm similar to you where I work out of my house and don't go out unless I absolutely have to, but wear the mask and do the same type of thing. But it, um, it's made me even uh, in, go inside and reflect more 
than, uh, you know, I would have. And think about other things that I want to do and, and the show and that type of thing. So I, I can understand that. Now, if somebody wants to come and join you, they just go onto your website, um, pastlifelady.com, and that's how they can join your energy healings. Yeah, there's a, there's a link off of pastlifelady.com. Um, the school link is healingarts.thinkific.com. Okay. So go there. But if they go to pastlifelady.com, there's a link that'll take them over to the school site. I've got all kinds of classes. I have been just filming classes. Cool. And uh, it's been quite a journey. I've had a lot of technical problems. I mean, it's just been like, Lord, please come in and help me. And by the grace of God, like I said, I've worked it out. So I'm you very grateful. Okay, and we're having cool. a good time as best we can during this weirdness. Now, if people want to do some more research on their own about the crystal skull, Shelly, what do they do? Where, what, do you, what do you suggest for them? Um, I mean, there are, you know, my books are very historically short, but there are some good books. Um, if you just type crystal skulls into Amazon, you'll see some of the longer ones that'll get more into it. I, I'm really one that really likes to just get to the meat of things. And I know, I like that, by the way. Oh, good. Well, thank you. <laughs> I did. I thought it was great. But for those who want to dig deep, I would suggest just typing in crystal skulls on Amazon and seeing some of the ones that really gets into the history of the thing. I want people to get information and then actually take that information so they can go do something. Right. Um, but if you want the history of it, it is really fascinating. So I would go check out some of those other books as well. All right. And if they want to go pick out their own skull, they just need to feel it and make sure it feels good. And then you guys in the back of her book, she's got a, a few different exercises um, to work with the skulls. So that's really interesting stuff. Gosh, Shelly, thank you so much for coming on today. I hope you'll come back and talk more about the crystals because um, you've got so many books that you've done on gems and minerals, just like you said, with the Edgar Casey Foundation, with your energy um, work with them, with the minerals, correct? Can you do some work with them, you said? Yes. And yeah, I've got Edgar Casey Sacred Stones. Yes. That- and Edgar yeah. Casey's Guide to Gemstones that came out in 2005. Wow. All right. Well, we're going to have you back. <laughs> we'll be back to talk about that. That'll be great. Hey, you guys, um, definitely pick up this book. And we're going to let you go for today. But Shelly, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Nancy. It's been a joy as always. Thank you. And you guys, it's called Crystal Skull Consciousness by Shelly A. Care, PhD. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will see you next emotion. week. Can achieve your goal. Let's hit the guys join me next week on the high road for more stories filled with wisdom love and hope for our future have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road you will make it to your destination visit my website nancyyearout.com where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities and check out my youtube channel it's nancy yearout's high road to humanity you can achieve your goal let's hit the high road